This is episode 150 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, my name is Jeff Cady. I'm a pastor in Newton, Iowa at Community Heights Alliance Church. I've been in ministry for 35 years, and I love daily talking to pastors. And my gift, honestly, my gift is encouragement. I want you to think more positively, to be more optimistic, and to be more filled with faith when you walk away from me than when you arrived. And I just feel that way. I I think that there's a, a shortage of encouragement in the world today. In fact, I keep saying this, I have never met an over-encouraged pastor. I mean, have you ever? Have you ever met an over-encouraged church member who says, oh, no, no, I don't don't encourage me. Don't say anything more nice things to me. I, I'm way over-encouraged. I can't take any more encouragement. Said nobody ever. Said nobody ever. So this podcast is to bring encouragement to you as you serve in your church or in your ministry, in your group, in your church plant, in your house church, whatever it happens to be, I want to encourage you. And in encouraging you, I also want to challenge you because I believe in you, Pastor. And the reason I believe in you is that I never forget where I came from. I know where I came from. I came from very, 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 that's three varies, by the way, humble beginnings. I mean, really, humble beginnings. I remember as a kid, here we go, right? Okay, boomer, here we go. I remember as a kid, the chocolate milk was three cents and the white milk was two cents. I could never get chocolate milk because we couldn't afford it. I mean, my mom would have to look around for pennies to give to us to take for our milk money that day at school. I have memories of deprivation as a child. Now, I don't regret those memories, and I don't regret those situations because they make me so thankful now and appreciative of what I have. But, my friend, I always remember where I came from. And if God could use me to do the things that I've done, oh, man, I know for certain that he can use you. I know that you can do, really, whatever it is that you place your faith in God and you set your heart for it and you step forward, you can do it. You can do it. That's why I want to challenge you every once in a while. Okay, let's get into what I wanted to talk about today. And that is Adam Grant wrote the book, Think Again. And in this book, he talks about two cycles that are very helpful for us when we're thinking about how are we learning? How are we growing? Are we going out to the end of the branch? Are we going out on a limb to find the fresh fruit? Are we going deep into the woods, not worried about the dangers or the fears, but so curious and so much in need of growth and learning? So here are the two cycles. The first one is the overconfidence cycle. This one starts with pride. We're certain. We know. We know what we believe. We know the truth. We know how to do things. In fact, we have conviction. We have conviction. We feel really good about what we know. And feeling really good about it, we look around in the world that we're in, and we look for things that will confirm our already held beliefs. It's called confirmation bias or desirability bias, as he says in one of his, uh, one of his books. Confirmation bias. We're looking for reasons. We're looking for data to confirm our convictions. And when we find that, and we will find it, 
We feel validated. We're more convinced than ever. And our pride just grows and swells because we're so sure and certain. We have conviction. And because we have that conviction, we begin to look for things that support. our. And it's just a, a vicious cycle. He calls it the overconfidence cycle. He encourages us to go in a different direction, though. He wants to call it the rethinking cycle. Hence his book, Think Again. Think again. And the rethinking cycle doesn't start with pride. It starts with, you guessed it, humility. It starts with humility and openness, a palms held upward, open-handed. God, I'm, I don't know all that much. I need to learn. I need to grow. And therefore, it goes from humility to doubt. You begin to doubt what you believe. Now, I illustrated this in church the other day, and I said, we don't doubt the truth of God. We doubt our understanding of it. We don't doubt the solidity of the scriptures. We doubt our interpretation. We say, you know, I might not have gotten it right. I I mean, I, I could be wrong. And so we become curious, and we begin looking at data, but we don't look at data that only confirms what we already think. We look at the other side. We look at other arguments. We look at people who have a deep trust in Scripture, but who see it very differently than us. We may even look at people who don't really have the same view of Scripture as we do, because we want to learn how they think about it. And in that curiosity and in that further learning, we find discovery. We discover some things. We, we grow and we learn stuff that we didn't know before. I love it when I learn something and I'm able to say, you know what? I didn't know that. If there's a day that goes by where I never get to say, you know what? I didn't know that. That's a sad day. I mean, don't you want to learn things that you didn't know? Do you remember as a kid when you were in like kindergarten and first grade about every day you went to school? These new vistas would open up before you. These new ideas and new concepts and things you'd never heard of. Those early years of school is just like an avalanche of new knowledge for you. Why do we ever want that to stop? I mean, my brain is not near big enough to hold the knowledge of the universe, right? So let's just keep going. Let's just keep learning. Let's keep growing. Let's do the rethink cycle. That discovery leads us to continued humility, which leads us to doubt, which makes us curious, which causes us to discover again. And that's called the rethinking cycle. So do you want to be in the overconfidence cycle or do you want to be in the rethinking cycle? Again, the title of his book, Think Again. So You think you know it? You think you're right? Think again. Think again. He talks about research that says that students taking a test, those who just go with their gut, they choose the answer, they put it in there, and they never go back. They never go back and review. They never go back and rethink it. Those students that do that actually get lower test scores than students who go back and think through and double-check their answers and think again. He says that the presidents in the history of our country who have been the most intellectually curious, they had the most uh, intellectual agility where they could accept something but then hold it loosely and then maybe change their mind and go back and update and upgrade with new information and new discovery. 
those are the presidents that were the most successful and the most effective. They would put forth policies and see them as experiments, not as ironclad, hey, this is rock solid the way it's going to change society and this is going to be successful. No, they, they were experiments. They were open. They were open and curious to new ideas and new growth. My friend, I hope that you will live in the rethinking cycle, that your humility will cause you to doubt, not doubt the Word of God, doubt your interpretation of it, doubt your handling of it, so that you get curious and you begin to study and you begin to discover, which leads to more humility, the rethinking cycle. I think it's fantastic. I think it's so biblical. You can find, I think you can find so much support for that in the book of, you know which book I'm talking about? Uh-huh, yeah. The one right after Psalms? Uh-huh, Proverbs. Proverbs. I mean, that's all Proverbs talks about is humility and wisdom and learning and growth, the truth of God's word, other people's counsel. Let's be pastors who are always learning and growing. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Mm-hmm.